Brought to you by iLand, this is the Cloud Bytes Podcast, where we've brought together a panel of opinionated cloud customers, providers, and analysts to discuss topics related to how clouds are built, marketed, and consumed. Everyone has different needs in the cloud, so we'll debate the topic at hand, and at the very least, agree to disagree. Our goal is to provide good sound bites about how to manage your bytes in the cloud, and sometimes the best conclusion may simply be that the cloud bites. This episode is all about what's to come in season two of the Cloud Bytes podcast, and maybe a little bit of a behind the curtains view into the podcast production. My name is Brian Knudsen. I'm a cloud technologist for iLAN and will be acting as our moderator for today's discussion. This episode's panel includes a dream team of podcast supporters. Let's start by having each of them quickly introduce themselves with their current role and a soundbite of their initial thoughts about why they're excited for this next season of the podcast. Brian, thanks for having me on again this year. I really appreciate it. My name is Eric Lee. I'm a senior solutions architect at the largest public cloud provider there is out there. I'm also the chief emotional officer for Mental Health Hackers Group. I spend my day helping customers move to the cloud, become more efficient in the cloud, reduce costs in the cloud, and anything else I can help them with. I'm really looking forward to this year to continue on the momentum that we had from last year and continue to discussions around adopting cloud and advancing customer business value using different tools that are available within the cloud. Hey, everybody. My name is James Costanzo. I'm currently a content strategist and writer at iLand. I work alongside Brian, as well as one of the producers for this very podcast. So being on the other side of the mic feels a little meta for me. I've listened thoroughly and transcribed each episode in season one. So the fact that I'm going to be giving an opening cloud bite on Cloud Bytes is a little surreal. But in terms of season two, I'd say that it's really the natural foil to season one, in my opinion, which was centered heavily around the core attributes that define cloud platforms, such as their capability, flexibility, reliability, resiliency, et cetera. I won't spoil too much about what's to come. I'll let you do that, Brian. But I think it's safe to say that this season, we'll be diving a little bit deeper into how the Cloud Bytes Hi there, my name is Masale Ivy, and I am iLand's marketing project manager and overall jack-of-all-trades. I help with the coordination of our major events, webinars, and now I'm excited to be a part of this amazing Cloud Bytes podcast as a producer. This season is going to be even bigger and better than the last, and I can guarantee that everyone is going to love it. So thanks, Brian, for bringing me on board. Absolutely, and thank you all for joining me. So when we started the Cloud Bytes podcast last year, our goal was to dig into topics with experienced and knowledgeable people to create conversations that would be meaningful to anyone looking to move or build a cloud of their own. For the first season, we decided to discuss some of the critical attributes that cloud platforms are built for and how they should be used to evaluate the many different options that are available to customers. Along the way, I realized producing a podcast was really time consuming as some of you may know. So I enlisted the help of James, who is one of my colleagues at iLand, and he's been super instrumental in getting content out the door for us over the last year. In the season, as we're getting ready for season two, I tapped Masley to come in and kind of help along with us to help things moving much more smoothly. And as you can tell, she's energetic and, and has a lot of good creativity, which we're hoping to inject more of into the podcast this season. So With all that said, I'd like to start first by kind of reflecting back on the first season a bit. And James, since I pulled you in partway through the production and you you were there for pretty much all of the launch aspects of it, 
I'd like to start off by just seeing from your perspective how you think that first season went. <laughs> well, I, like I said, again, I appreciate you uh, bringing me on. I'll be honest. It's a little tough to answer that question objectively because Cloud Bites is definitely your baby. But I guess that like for me, it makes it like a niece or nephew that I love dearly. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but I'll try and be as objective as possible. I think in terms of season one, it was two things for me. First, it was a crash course, sort of like you alluded to, in how to get podcasts made from a marketer's perspective. And all of those details, large and small, that go into doing that from finding the right guests and recording, which you handled mostly, and to finding the right hosting site, to getting it launched on iTunes and Spotify, and then adding in all of those little extra Cloudbyte goodies like the website and the episode notes and our Cloudbytes sound bites. So th there was a lot that went into it, like you said, a lot more than you might think about on the surface. And, and then the second thing for me was just as a former sports reporter, um, my original expertise is in writing and journalism, but since transitioned over to marketing, um, the podcast was uh, just a crash course in cloud to be able to like be a fly on the wall for these types of conversations with you and all these experts was extremely educational for me. I know I wasn't exactly your target audience, but I think season one holistically functions as this beautiful breakdown of the cloud. You know, what is it, how it works? Like I said earlier, what are those core attributes? Um, it's filled with a lot of great information, uh, great details, great stories. I think my favorite story from you, Brian, was offering to call, I think, somebody you knew or some expert when a network had gone down when your wife was in labor. I, you can yep. clarify that one if I mess it up, but that was one of my favorite anecdotes. And for a brand new podcast, honestly, to draw you know over a thousand listeners over since it launched, basically, and we're still getting downloads to this day, despite obviously no new episodes having been released in a while. I think that should be considered a success. I, based on just a little uh, behind the curtain, some of our backend stats, the capable and resilient episodes were among the most popular. So if you haven't listened to those, I highly recommend it. But overall, it was it was a great experience for me. That's amazing. Brian, can you tell us what you have planned for season two? What's the theme around it? And are there any changes that listeners should expect to see? Yeah, definitely. I guess it's time for the great reveal. I guess I'll ask the latter question first, which is, you know, not a lot of changes. I mean, we're not really looking to change up the format, you know, the cadence, even the music or anything like that is is going to stay consistent. I want to have a kind of consistent feel for it and spend a lot of time trying to figure out what that was going to sound like to begin with. So that's going to stay the same, obviously a different arc for the season. So the season I'm focusing the episodes on what I'm calling the cloud concerns. And this is a series of items that as customers are looking to move to the cloud, as I've helped with customers in the past as well, understanding what are the things that really hold them back? What are the reasons that they don't want to move to the cloud or the things that they look at and they say, uh, no, that's not really for us. So those topics include things like, hey, we're not really ready to move to an OPEX model, you know, the monthly billing aspect of things. I've had customers actually have not want to go to that. Whereas at the other hand, some customers are excited about that part of it. So for that episode, we'll dig into why OPEX is a big deal and why customers want to move to that. You know, there's topics like the cost efficiency or ROI side of things where is it really going to be cheaper? Well, what is meant by cheaper and, and what should it all be considered into the cost? Because there's times when you can get nickel and dime. There's times when you're paying per metered usage. 
where you end up with a lot of extra charges that you didn't expect. So there's a lot to dig into that. Things like the company culture. I've heard a lot of customers over the years say, we're just not ready for cloud. And they can't put it into any other words. They can't really point to anything hard. So they just say, we're just not ready for that. And sometimes that comes down to the company culture itself has to change as you move to the cloud. And then, you know, there's big ticket items like compliance and security. The fact that, you know, you have to trust another company with your data and, and you lose some control over it are all, you know, more of the common ones. But there's a whole list of 19 of them that we'll go through. So there'll be 19 main episodes plus, you know, season premiere, season finale type of episodes that we did last season. And as we go along, we'll kind of talk about how they all kind of connect because none of these decisions are made independently. They're all kind of together in a lot of ways. And, And some customers may find some more appealing or more concerning than others. And where a lot of this comes from, and there's sort of going to be released in a somewhat of an order. Back in 2019, I did a fair amount of presenting at Vima. And part of what I was presenting was on this topic and did actually did some live polling about it to kind of get an idea of what people were really finding concerns within their own companies. So, you know, I'll introduce kind of where some of those are higher priorities. Like, you know, I'll reveal the secret is security was by far the number one concern that companies had. I don't think that's a huge reveal by any means, but there's been a whole lot of discussion around that that's already happened. And I, I really want to build on that because there's a lot of really fun conversations there. So yeah, that's kind of what this next season is going to look like. You know, Eric, I asked you to be on because of multiple reasons. First and foremost is because, you know, as I was doing those VMUG meetings, actually you were the leader of, or one of the leaders of the Kansas City VMUG at the time and was actually the first VMUG that I presented to you know, you've also were there for that discussion to kind of hear what people were actually saying, not just what I'm going to say, but you've also been on this podcast in the past. So you've got some experience having been on season one a couple of times. You've also had a lot of experience with the cloud as a customer, you know, having to manage the cloud as a trusted advisor, helping to bring customers into either an on-premises cloud or, you know, a full public cloud. And of course, now in your latest role, you're actually selling cloud to customers. So I'd love to kind of get your perspective on this theme, where you think the fears and concerns really do drive customers' business decisions on moving to the cloud. That's a very good question and a good background on on where this all came from. And it's a great conversation. There's many, many challenges, which is you know, why you have 19 topics lined up for this season. And I'm very interested to see what others have to say on these topics. From my perspective, there's a few basic fears that I do see pretty consistently across multiple customers. And you hit on one of them earlier, the CapEx versus OpEx topic. And we can go very, very deep. And and it sounds like we will later on this season with that topic. And that one's huge. And it's really a different way of thinking financially about how to utilize your resources and your money within your company. And and that has to be a shift in culture within your finance department as well, right? Not just the cultural shift within the IT realm to be able to consume it, but on that side. And some places I've talked with, we've had to get the CFO engaged with a CFO from another customer who's successfully adopted cloud so that they can learn what they need to do or what tricks of the trade and and, and how to do it well, right? So that's definitely a very big topic that we see. 
there's challenges that kind of hit in those other two areas are, hey, we don't have the expertise on it. And the other big one is the draw that it has to come with it, right? So if you think about when I started using AWS a long time ago to just spin up a single VM and you had three instance types, small, medium, or large, that's all you could pick from. And they were separated instances of servers that I could just run independently. Well, now we talk about it instead of in a server or you know this one application, we talk about it in what we call a workload, right? And it's all the things that make up that workload. And now if you're going to migrate, you have to migrate a larger footprint of things. So it can be harder to, quote unquote, dip your toe in when you're ready to go. And that also hits very, very hard with a lot of the customers that I work with is in the security realm. The good and bad thing about the public cloud now is that, hey, it's great. They're managing the systems. They may have compliance on records. So when I run my audits, I don't have to worry about doing the hardware audits or the facility audits or stuff like that. And they're taking care of that for me. And that's already built into the cost. And that's great. On the other hand, you went from being able to afford maybe four or five different security tools on premises, right? A firewall that's maybe doing IDS, IPS, some kind of antivirus scanner, something like that. Well, now when you move to the public cloud, there may be seven, eight, 12, 13 different services that you can consume or not consume to advance your security posture. And a lot of the companies want all of it. (laughs) They wanted it on premises, but it was harder to buy because you've got to buy these large software packages and hardware or what have you. But in the cloud, you can buy it on a consumption base, but there's so many more things to manage. So you kind of get this, where do I start? I don't even know what to do. What's our minimum viable security posture, minimum viable workload, minimum viable, like, where do we get started? And that's where I spend a lot of my days with my customers is talking about those things. Yeah, a lot of trade-offs that have to be made when making those decisions and having to really comprehend how differently the cost model is. We saw this one with the virtualization, you know, it was one server, one application, and that was it. And you tried to shove as much on there as possible to utilize it as much. And the cost model went kind of on its head when we started doing virtualization, put multiple servers onto that one physical device. Yeah, Brian, you hit it on the head there. And and we're seeing a lot of the same exact thing. Because if you remember, like, we virtualized and it was kind of a, a one for one footprint. And then all of a sudden you got VM sprawl. And how do we contain it? How do we do that? And now we talk about cloud sprawl, you know, for the same thing. You know, in IT, we just kind of get on the merry-go-round and recycle processes. It's just with the newer technology. For sure. I guess I would be curious, Brian, to know from your point of view, how season one and season two are linked and how many of those concerns, you know, those 19 concerns that you mentioned are directly related to some of the episodes from season one? Yeah, that's a great question. There's some natural connections. So, you know, we'll have a security topic in season two. We had a security topic in season one. So some of the concerns are directly related to the attributes of clouds, security, compliance being, you know, the two biggest ones there. Some of them are, are completely different because they're they're more non-technical ones. So things like skill sets, things like company culture are above and beyond the attributes of the cloud, 
but they do relate. So, you know, your skill sets moving to a cloud that utilizes the same technologies allows you to utilize your same skill sets and at the same time makes that new cloud more accessible to you. So that that accessibility aspect of the attributes we talked about in season one naturally kind of play into some of the topics on season two. So while there's not really, I'm not going to probably draw too hard a connection between specific episodes there. I think what we'll be able to do with like with our website is to be able to create kind of topical groupings where you can pull different episodes from different seasons that all cover a specific topic. So there's definitely some natural connections there. James, Mazella, what are you two looking forward to in this second season from a production, from an information standpoint, now that you both have, have got your feet wet this first year? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for me, as I said earlier, I used season one as an educational tool. So to have an opportunity to listen and have us go a little bit deeper into concerns, because I mean, the company we're working at, right, we, you know, we're providing services. And so if you don't know what your customers' concerns are at a detail level, and you can hear it right from their mouth, which is what we're hopefully going to be able to do with season two, that's going to provide a great benefit in terms of my knowledge base. And hopefully, from a marketer's perspective, would be able to allow me to key in on certain concerns and like, what are the answers? How would the experts address them? What are customers thinking and feeling about whatever their concerns may be in the cloud. I think that's what I'm most looking forward to. Yeah, and I love that perspective that you can bring there, James, is a big part of what I aim for when I write up the questions that I ask the panelists is let's help to educate people who have never touched the cloud or you know, maybe preparing for their first migration of virtual machines into the cloud. And so your perspective on, I don't really understand cloud all that well, so what are some of the basic questions is where I find a lot of value with both you and Masale on the kind of the front end of things of how should we ask these questions or, hey, here's a very basic question that you may not have considered that may actually be useful to other people. A huge value for me, you know, while I'm lost in the forest of seeing the trees of the cloud, you both are kind of being able to see the forest and not being able to comprehend the individual trees yet is a perspective I lose sometimes. Yes, you could totally think of me as a customer who's still working tape backups and and using legacy uh, equipment and and is ready to uh, make the jump to the cloud. That's such a huge topic area that where I work now, we have dedicated teams to work with our customers on specifically that, right? They have a program where they go in, they do some engagement, communication questions, and just help the customer try to understand where they're at what gaps they have to be able to be successful in the cloud and what they need to put in place and work towards to get there and be successful. So it's definitely an area of focus that a lot of customers need. So it's great that you're providing that with this uh, podcast as well. Yes, and to piggyback on that, I think that this next season is going to be amazing as well, not only from an educational standpoint, but also bringing in all of these experts across the field and getting their different perspectives on these issues because there's so many ways to view these things. And I think that'll be highly beneficial to all of the customers out there. Absolutely. As Brian said it in the intro every single time last season, and maybe you'll do the same, but you're getting all of these disparate opinions. um, And I think that's just so valuable 
And sometimes there are debates and you agree to disagree. And I think that aspect as well is another thing that makes this podcast so valuable because you're getting all of these different perspectives and you're going to get two different opinions on a given issue. Yeah, I'm big into politics. And so I listen to several different politics-based podcasts. And that's a bit of what we lose in politics these days, it seems like, is the ability to look at each other, have a serious debate, and at the end, walk out and say, we disagree, but we can work together still. So I I love getting people like Eric, who, you know, on a day-to-day basis, I may be competing with, still being able to bring him in and get his perspective because it's different than mine and his customers' perspectives are different than ours are. Will we be getting any more personal anecdotes about the cloud conflicting with your personal life? As people who know me know, there's no lack of stories that I'm willing to tell. (laughs) And, you know, if I had to, I come up with new stories in order to fill in gaps or make points. Most stories are true, but occasionally they may be embellished to make a point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that was a great conversation. I appreciate all of you coming on to discuss what we have coming up. You know, season one, I agree with James, was absolutely a crash course. We were building the plane as we were flying it, to use an old saying there. But it sounds like Hopefully, it's been a great resource for people, at least internally, it's been a great resource for people to get up to speed on the cloud and what it offers. You know, with this new season, I'm looking forward to continuing to drive great conversations. Glad to hear, Eric, from your perspective, you think this is going to be a good topic. And I'm hoping it'll drive more conversations for people that maybe aren't considering where all the dangers could lurk in moving to the cloud. And of course, I will continue to try and have a strong focus on helping customers who don't know what to consider when they're going to the cloud. That's a big motivation for me is to try and cover the topics that, wow, I never even thought about that as a concern, is probably one of the best things I could hear from a listener. And really starting to help to drive conversations even amongst ourselves that have been in it for a long time to really start to understand how how cloud works and how customers are really utilizing it. So I'm really excited for the season. These are topics that I think are going to flow extremely well and be super useful at those goals. But With that, let's finish off this episode of the Cloud Bytes podcast. Thank you to Masale, James, and Eric for a great conversation and plenty of support for this podcast along the way. I'd also thank Island for making this podcast possible. Please check out the episode notes, the panelist's contact information, further information on this topic, and all the other episodes at cloudbytes.cloud. You can find our episodes on your favorite podcast apps as well. And, you know, if you found this useful, we'd appreciate you sharing with your friends and colleagues and rating us on those podcast platforms. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Cloud Bytes podcast. <laughs>